the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, from the rooftop of the Rockies, it's Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn. Yes, welcome, Backbone Radio. Matt Dunn here. It is, let's see, exactly 4.06 p.m. Mountain Time. On October 13th, 2023, Sunday. We are the Sunday. We own Sundays across Colorado. We sit here and we talk and we chat. We bring the good word. We talk a lot about putting America first. We hit pop culture, film, music, movies, all the cool stuff right here at your talk Leader, your local talk leader, 710 KNUS Salem, Denver. And I do see, I do see the text to studio function is up. So, should anybody care to text uh, to the studio to help keep me on track? You know how I'm dependent on these text to studio to keep me on track, like on pronouncing names properly and things like that, sundry obscure facts details, trivial items that people out there know. The acute, high IQ listenership of Backbone Radio. I mean, there's, there's so many bright, bright individuals out there that, that know all the stuff. So you are invited on that. And boy, we've got a lot to go. This is one of those shows where it, it just writes itself. We've got so much just good stuff. Again, we'll be talking fast all the way through. And love to hear your thoughts, 303-696-1971. We'll go to the Iowa State Fair and talk about Trump having a rock star reception there. The crowds. Oh, wow. What dominance. Chanting four more years, the rest of it. Marveling at Trump's plane flying over the fairgrounds before he landed. And then poor DeSantis just looking miserable. Oh, looking miserable, DeSantis not having a good time. Had to walk on stage for his moment with Governor Kim Reynolds to a crowd chanting, We love Trump. We want Trump. We love Trump. You couldn't even hear a word DeSantis was saying as he sat there, kind of bad posture, stooped over a little bit. And Governor Reynolds ended up having to scold the audience for... Not being nice enough, not being Iowa nice to Ron DeSantis out there, who, again, was having such a miserable time. We've got some, just some very amusing audio on that. And it's very tough for DeSantis because he's putting all of his eggs in one basket. He's really going hard for Iowa. He has to get something somewhere in Iowa. And he's not doing well. And he's way, he's like, 25 points behind the last poll I saw to the dominant frontrunner, Trump. And speaking of eggs in one basket, there was a, quite an egg scene with DeSantis putting these popsicle sticks in boiled eggs 
just ignoring the voters walking by him, just sitting there by himself, uh, putting sticks in eggs. Oh, my gosh. That's zero. And I mean zero retail talent, zero retail political skill where you're supposed to make people feel good about life and themselves and Iowa and everywhere else, right? We'll go to that, and, oh, we'll do a, uh, probably the third hour, I have another Deep State segment that will get you thinking and that will get you understanding the stakes for 2024. And one, we have a surprise guest in hour two. Yes, a surprise guest. Uh, You know, I don't do that many guests unless they're just amazing, awesome, fantastic individuals with with important stuff to say. And guess what? I've had many people say, you should interview sometime the great country singer Claire Dunn, who just played at the Arapahoe County Fair and has had a bunch of hits on the country music charts and who plays all around the United States of America. You can find her music over on iTunes and on Spotify, millions and millions of downloads. And guess what? Yeah, Claire Dunn and I have the same grandparents. My cousin, the country star. We'll talk to Claire Dunn in hour two. We'll start that at about 5 p.m., 5.06 p.m. or so after the news break. And boy, that's going to be a fun conversation. And we'll talk country music. And we'll also talk about an upcoming fundraiser that she is, Claire Dunn, is going to be involved in for a family in southeast Colorado, a farming family that had their home completely obliterated by a tornado somewhat recently, the Duval family. A lot of people are stepping up to help out the Duval family, including Coors and a bunch of other sponsors. So we thought we would talk about that a bit in hour two. And yeah, the Dunn family is known the Duval family in southeast Colorado for a lot of decades and just some of the best, best people you will ever come across. And I know we have quite a bit of listenership out in the plains and in the mountains all across this state. In fact, all across this country. In fact, I think we've hit 70-some different countries around the world that have tuned in. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go there on that, and I'm really, really excited about that. And let's talk, let's talk about uh, the hoax test from Scott Adams, the Dilbert guy. Yeah, I always talk about media hoaxes, and hey, that's what the media does. They hoax this, they hoax that. Well, we finally got a, got a list of them we can go through and test, test your IQ on if any of these outright hoaxes you believe or have believed or once believed or know anybody who might believe at present uh, in these these aforementioned hoaxes and understanding the media, of course. You know all of that. Speaking of country music, there's a phenomenon going on. Oliver Anthony, have you seen his music? Richmond, north of Richmond. Ain't got a dollar. Some guy from Farmville, Virginia, who's a... Musician in this small town, rural Virginia, has one heck of a voice, and he's been singing a few songs, and somehow they just started going viral, like in the past week or two. thought we would sample a little bit of that action. They're kind of protest songs about the ruling class, the rich men north of Richmond, the politicians up north, 
And yeah, what are they up to? We've got, think about it, we've got in Hawaii a, a terrible, terrible fire disaster, Lahaina, Maui. And apparently the death toll keeps on rising. It's a horribly sad situation if you, if you look at that. Saw an estimate that about $5 billion will be required to repair Hawaii from this fire spurred on by a hurricane. And then you put that in perspective about Ukraine. I mean, Ukraine. We've spent $75 billion in counting the Ukraine. And they want another $200 billion just got sent, I believe. Go down the list of how many millions and add them all up. Billions we've sent to Ukraine. And do we have any left over for America? Do we? Do we have any left over for Hawaii? I mean, the $5 billion to rebuild Maui... I mean, that's, that's not even a, that, that's like a speck compared to what our rich men north of Richmond send over to Ukraine. And I was saying last week, the majority of the American population doesn't want to send any more aid to Ukraine. We're getting sick of it. We're getting tired of it. Some of us, from the very start, never wanted to be seeing any of that happen. Yeah, so let's put that into perspective. Trump has decided he's not going to debate, looks like. In two weeks or so, 10 days, the upcoming Fox News debate, I think that's a good call. It's a good decision. We'll talk about why. Doesn't want to have to sign the RNC loyalty pledge of Ronna McDaniel, which, which makes a lot of sense to me. Those desperate indictments of Jack Smith. Mm. You got to understand this. We'll do a little bit more on that as well. And uh, the special counsel appointed by AG Corrupt Merrick Garland to try to bury the Hunter Biden crimes. Oh, golly. See, you appoint the special counsel to bury to bury the issue, get control of all the evidence and the information and control the media. See how this works? The silos, as Sundance talks about. At any rate, yeah, Matt Dunn here, 303-696-1971. We'll go to the phones and we'll get it rolling. Hang tight. Talk 710 KNUS. Coming in, yes, with a little Claire Dunn anthem, a summer anthem called Salt and Lime. Man, that's that might be, is it my favorite Claire Dunn, Claire Dunn song? I'll just say it's right up there, and it just rocks right along. I play that song at the swim meets when I DJ the swim meets, and I notice people start sort of tapping, dancing, shaking around a little bit, and you're like, yeah, yeah, Salt and Lime. At any rate, glad you are on board. I tell you, it means so much. It means so much to be able to come in and share a few thoughts and get some feedback with the ladies and gentlemen of Backbone Country. And yeah, Iowa State Fair. I'm off the phones in one second. Iowa State Fair. 
gosh, Donald Trump shows up. And the mob scene, the crowd scene, it was just remarkable from, from the moment he stepped out of the limo. Four more years, the crowd, they were just, they were just a little bit pushy trying to get a glimpse of, yes, America's greatest president, Donald Trump, 45 slash 47 slash should be 46, do you not think? (laughs) And poor DeSantis, DeSantis called up to walk onto the stage with Governor Reynolds, and what does he have to experience? It's a crowd yelling, we want Trump, we love Trump, and here's just imagine DeSantis walking through this. Yep. And we'll get to more of how Governor Reynolds took it upon herself to scold Iowa voters for saying, we want Trump, we love Trump, when DeSantis was walking out on stage looking pretty miserable. Looking pretty miserable. You know, if, uh, he, he, hey, he signed up for this. He signed up for this, and he really is. He should do a better job of not looking so grim and unhappy. He should. But he can't seem to, he can't seem to, like, look positive and happy. I just, you know, it's getting to him. And I guess, you know, that was his choice to jump in there and try this deal and side with the establishment, get the big globalist donors, yeah, coordinate with the RNC, win red, the rest of it. And when you don't have any retail political skill, yeah, it's it's in the doom loop and it's just not going to get better. This is just (laughs) the tip of the iceberg for DeSantis, unhappy camper, unhappy candidate. Let's get to some phone lines and let's say a little hello. By the way, 303-696-1971. I believe this is Ron and Conifer. First up tonight. Glad you're checking in. What's going on, sir? Well, uh, I've been hearing all this stuff about Pence claiming that he was trying to be uh, forced by Trump to violate the Constitution and unilaterally declare the election results invalid in 2020. And that wasn't the plan, was it? No, that was not the plan. The plan was to, as the uh, as the rules provide, to ask for a delay yes. until we can figure out what the heck is going on. That's right. And so Pence is trying to uh, make maximum mileage out of a false point on well, that. He, well, when it was lying. Remember, Ron, it was Pence who was saying, we're going to have our day in court. We're going to have right. our day. I promise you. I swear to you. And then that's, he that's built right. up expectations, and then he dropped everybody a cold one when he went the other way, right? Right. But, I mean, I haven't heard anybody challenge this. Oh, I, I see it all the time challenged, right? But uh, I don't know. Some folks will take that at face value, but you got to look a little deeper. And well, I, these I are some of the talk- some of the viewpoints that uh, you know are rather censored out there, shall we say? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm mainly talking about what I hear on the radio, really. I, okay, I, and and uh, so I should have clarified that. But anyway, I mean, it's just it, apparently the uh, 
the this is the this is the same procedure the Democrats file, uh, followed the last three elections, I believe, the previous three elections. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I believe that it's prescribed, this uh, set up, this uh, plan is prescribed by the Electoral College Act. Okay, and that's yeah. where you, you can have a little room to uh, ask well, questions and uh, dig a little bit and figure out what's going on, shall we well, say? Yeah, this, pre- this procedure is not a guarantee. It's not in the Constitution. I looked it over very carefully. It's not there. So according to, uh, let's see, I did get a brief uh, uh, br- uh, a, uh, situation on this where I was able to talk to uh, – Randy about this yesterday, just for a minute or two. Sure. At the end of his show, and he he says it comes from the election or the Electoral College Act, but it has to be somewhere. That because it's that sounds right to me. Right, it's the same procedure. You know that the Democrats followed, and which the Republicans would have filed if the riot hadn't derailed everything. Right. Well, Democrats every time a Republican has won election in the in yeah. in the last twenty years. That's when Democrats, uh, you know, say, hey, you know, that didn't really happen. Uh, Biden even has said, I think Gore really won against Bush back in 2000, right? Kamala Harris wanted all printed ballots, and you know what I mean? It's just the one-way street, of course, and I I think, you know, surely most people would know that. But now they're, of course, trying to criminalize people who question, you know, maybe what went on. But by the way, we don't need to worry about Mike Pence. I mean— Mike Pence know, is a nobody going nowhere, but they did get him onto the debate stage. I don't know if he actually really qualified, he, but his whole point is to try to be a thorn in Trump's side all the way along and get the sound bites out there. It's you know kind of the RNC scheme, in my view. He is such a jerk, and I think that the that the, the procedure is supposed to be that, that after a motion and a second by a senator, then the. Uh, a whole body of Congress, I think, is I think is supposed to vote on whether or not that's going to happen. So it wouldn't be tense this de- determining anything. Right. Well, and it was back in uh, 2016 that you have all these celebrities and all these Democrat officials putting pressure on electors to not actually go in and do what they're supposed to do and, you know, certify for Trump. Do you remember all that? Yeah. So, yeah, see, people like you... Ron would remember that. Most people probably do at some level, but funny how it does get memory hold. By the way, somebody at the Iowa Fair, maybe I'll play this in a minute, uh, stood up. Mike Pence is out there talking, and and this questioner asks, uh, hey, how's, how's life been since Tucker Carlson ruined your career a few weeks ago? <laughs> <laughs> and he, he went on to explain why we need to spend more money on Ukraine. And it, it was just – and another one on Pence – He's up there. Uh, he cuts his campaign ad. His consultant said, "Hey, you got to cut an ad pumping gas into a red pickup truck." Oh, yeah, so he, yeah, I heard about he, that. he gets the gas handle and he starts. He puts it in the in the Ford truck, and he starts talking about, my, "I'm Mike Pence, and I'm the greatest guy ever." You know, and the little beeping is going on about which uh, the whole time he's talking, it's beeping like choose fuel selection, so you can hear this annoying beep, beep, yeah. beep the yeah. whole time. He's talking, and the consultants missed that, and so did Pence. Well, I mean, just that's perfect <laughs> phony Pence. I decided I wouldn't bring that clip in because the beep maybe wasn't quite loud enough to hear on radio. Oh, it is. I heard it. I you, heard this. You heard that one? Yeah. I mean, that's all you need to know about right. Pence. Phony, phony Pence, I'll tell you. Yep. Well, boy, Ron, you, uh, 
you stay informed out there and check in when you can from time to time. Love hearing from you. Okay. Okay. Onward we go. And yeah, there's there's a lot of fun in Iowa for Trump people, but no fun for DeSantis establishment and Reynolds, you know. Be right back. Listen to podcast of Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn at 710KNUS.com. There we go. Another Claire Dunn tune there called Tuxedo. I believe that was a top 10 hit a few years ago. And she's got some new songs over. You can go to Spotify. You can go to iTunes. We're talking to Claire Dunn in the next hour of the program. Country country star, singer, songwriter, guitar player. And there's going to be an upcoming fundraiser for a, for a family in southeast Colorado that lost everything in a tour NATO on June 23rd. We'll be talking about that. The Duvall family. You can look that up online. Should you uh, be around that area or want to maybe be a little part of of helping out a family that's just kind of lost it all recently from a little action from Mother Nature. And by the way, I have a text to someone's asking if I've harvested any turnips, <laughs> and I have not harvested any turnips out of the garden this year. Somehow we didn't get those planted. I may have had a hand in that, not planting the turnips, not being a turnip lover. But I always try to remind myself that turnips are a super food and that I really should get those back in the garden for next year. That's that's my plan. But I thought I would speak just briefly for a moment. By the way, 303-696-1971, about retail political skills. And one of the things that politicians, you know, want to be doing or need to have a knack for doing is glad handing and handshaking. And I'm not, I don't mean like the way Biden gets up and like sniffs people and like all the weird stuff that Biden does. I mean, what a creepy dude, right? Just kind of sick. Definitely pathological. But you need to just, you know, make people feel good about themselves and about the country and about being in the proximity of the candidate. And I think we have a couple of little incidents from the Iowa State Fair in which, you know, we can kind of learn how to do it and how not to do it, right? And I said, you know, Trump gets out there and the crowds gather around him and they're chanting four more years and... And he's just beaming, smiling, shaking every hand that gets near him, signing every hat and every little piece of paper that he can find to, to be there for people. And You know, everybody's having fun. I mean, everybody's smiling. It's all good. But then, you know, you do get over to the DeSantis side of the equation, right? And... Um, and Governor Reynolds, Kim Reynolds, who is one of the governors who has endorsed DeSantis, I believe. She's either going to at some point or already did. I think maybe, yeah, she already did. And I've told you how that works with the RGA, the Republican Governors Association. They kind of got this all worked out, that DeSantis was going to be the guy and all that. 
And so the people who are enthralled to all of that and kind of uh, held hostage by all of that do what they have to do, which is what Reynolds did, and they really have this Iowa strategy to try to get DeSantis on the map and on the board and get him a, you know, get him maybe a victory in Iowa, which it looks like 0% chance, of course. He's multiple dozens of points down in Iowa to Donald Trump. And just, you know, Trump shows up, he's the rock star, DeSantis shows up, and it's just not happening. And it was really irked me that in Iowa, was it one or two weeks ago, uh, the candidates went out and spoke at some forum in Iowa, and uh, they put some music on when Trump came walking out, and this is uh, engineered by the Iowa Republican Party, some country song, I believe by Alan Jackson, about going to prison when Trump walks out on stage. I mean, what a cheap shot. What a low blow. It's just another one of those little incidences where the Republican Party establishment, again, they despise Donald Trump. They'll do anything to try to, um, to, try to block him in his quest for the nomination in 2024. Block, undermine, garble, the whole thing. That's what they're going to be trying to do. Um, and so like, little cheap shots like that. Yeah. But they had to have been so upset at how this played out in, in Iowa. But just listen. So, you know, DeSantis goes out there, um, and he has to listen to a crowd yelling, we want Trump, as DeSantis is walking on stage for his big moment with Governor Reynolds. And so that is how DeSantis has to take the stage, okay? And that just kept on going. It kept on going. And you could hardly hear DeSantis. You could hardly hear Governor Reynolds. By the way, somebody sent in a text, no, Matt, Governor Reynolds has not endorsed DeSantis. But I, uh, I don't know if it's formal yet. It might be pending, like I was saying, but... DeSantis knows that that one is in the bag because everywhere he goes, he went to an Iowa Dairy Queen a few weeks ago and he talks about the great and amazing Governor Kim Reynolds and the rest of it, right? So it's either on the verge or, but maybe she'll think better of it because she realized, like after after the Iowa State Fair yesterday, yeah. So um, just listen, here, here's, here's where Kim Reynolds, governor, decides that she has to scold Iowa voters, has to scold the Iowa audience for not being what she calls Iowa nice. And what if, as Charlene said, maybe they're just being Iowa smart here? Iowa nice, Iowa smart, which is the one? But here is, here is the scolding. And again, is this making people feel good about themselves? Or is this make, making people feel like they're being scolded by like the principal or the assistant principal or something? Listen to this one. Hey, you know what? You know what? We're in Iowa. And in Iowa, we're Iowa nice. So let's give everybody the opportunity to hear our candidates. You know what? Yeah, so there's the governor scolding Iowa voters. Is, Is that a good look? Is that a good look? You know, maybe, you know, you'd say that, you know, this crowd is boisterous. They feel strongly about certain things. They they have some concerns about the Republican Party establishment sounds like. But why don't we just listen to the whole clip here, okay? And just, I think it's important to get the whole context, and it's from when DeSantis walks out with Governor Reynolds, and they got a little country music playing, and the crowd is just chanting, we love Trump, we want Trump the whole time, 
And finally, at about a minute into this clip is when the scolding starts happening. And I'll let you decide. Is it Iowa nice or is it Iowa smart? Are these are these people who, you know, not enthused with DeSantis, are they are they Iowa smart? Let's hear this one. They're coming out. Ladies and gentlemen of the Iowa State Fair, let's welcome Governor Kim Reynolds and Governor Ron DeSantis. And so there's the there's the intro music for DeSantis Reynolds walking out. You can hear the crowd chanting, we love Trump. Oh, the kids thing, working that in. The Casey DeSantis ploy. They're hanging in there with us. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you being here. As we have That's the, the governor. opportunity. Well, first of all, welcome governor back Reynolds. to the Ron, it's great to have you here, so welcome back. No, it's great to be here. We're really <laughs> excited to see everybody. We appreciate uh, how nice everybody is. Um, great to be in the Midwest. I tell people, normally when I want to do Midwestern nice, I just go to, go to Fort Myers in January, and I have half the Midwest there. Uh, but we love everybody that comes down to Florida, but particularly Southwest Florida from Iowa and other parts. Thank you. Well, listen, good friend, former colleague, governor uh, from Florida, and uh, so I appreciate that and appreciate the friendly competition. So Ron's uh, out there uh, doing the 99-county tour. Uh, I think you may be ahead of me. Hey, you know what? You know what? We're in Iowa, and in Iowa, we're Iowa nice. So let's give everybody the opportunity to hear our candidates. So we'll stop. We'll stop until you do, but we're all going to have an opportunity to hear from each and every candidate. That's what we've been doing. So, okay. Hey, you know what? Hey, you know what? Hey, you know what? Hey, you know what? I mean, retail politics, folks, that is like not good. That is a bad scene out there. Nobody in Team DeSantis is having any fun. Establishment Governor Reynolds not having any fun and out there scolding Iowans. Scolding them. You bad people. You're not being Iowa nice. You need to stop stop that and start being Iowa nice. Well, I mean, how does that play, folks? I mean, how is that how is that fun for anybody? You know, I don't think that's very fun. Some people might say, well, they were being rude, you know, but, you know, hey, People want to make their voices heard. They want to, like, speak up. They want to make a point. And maybe somehow the Iowa Republican establishment has not allowed them the sense that they they do have their voices get heard enough. And I don't know. I would call that Iowa smart, frankly. Again, looking at the DeSantis big donor list, the globalists, yeah, the big money people, no small donors. And um, But there's more. There's more. Hey, we'll be right back. If you need last-minute hires in no time, you need Indeed. Their integrated hiring solution lets you schedule and conduct video interviews all in one place. Finding your next great hire has never been more streamlined. Get hiring at Indeed.com slash credits. News Talk 710 KNUS. Listen live on the free-to-download Odyssey app. 
Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn on Denver's local talk leader, News Talk 710 KNUS. was a girl running around in her daddy's old truck Couldn't wait to see the world and shake off that dust And once upon a dream There was a land of bright lights and big city Boys were fast and the girls talked pretty Then one day I got Got your old head. I put it on sometimes. When I wish I knew what you would do and needing some advice. I got your old head. And every now and then, I wear it backwards, even though you hated that. And I swear I can almost hear you laugh. It's sun kissed and it's sweat stained. It's too big. Coming in with another, another song from Claire Dunn, who will be joining us in the next hour. Country star Claire, Colorado, Colorado product, now in southeast Colorado. We'll be talking, like I said, yeah, in the next hour. Yes, Claire and I do have the same grandparents, and I was debating earlier, which is the best Claire Dunn song, which is my favorite, and I guess what, I just played it song called Old Hat there. And it's very hard in some ways for, you know, a song to really evoke emotion in you. But I'll tell you what, you listen to that song and you, uh, you, it'll be hard not to go grab a box of Kleenex. Gotta tell you, gotta tell you, even just listening to that just now, sitting here, I'm like, mm, where's the Kleenex? Blake, Blake, bring me a Kleenex, please, quick. Kleenex stat. Just kidding. Not really. Anyway, glad you are here, Matt Dunn, Backbone Radio. And yeah, we're talking about retail political skills. I'm out to the phone lines in just one second, but there's just one more. I mean, you don't want to scold the voters. Kim Reynolds, you know, she feels bad for DeSantis. He's sitting there, like, looking down at his lap, kind of going, oh, boy, is this not fun. I hate my life. Why did I ever do What am I doing here? Why did I, why did I listen to the donors? Why did I sign up for this? But then DeSantis goes off, this is another sort of sideline, and he's, he's working on like these boiled eggs, and he's like at this boiled egg booth, not sure what it was, and he's like sticking popsicle sticks in the boiled eggs to try to hand to people walking by, you know, hey, boiled egg. But he's doing this, and he's not like interacting with any of the voters. He's not interacting with any of the people that are walking by. And some guy comes up, and you'll hear this clip, he says, just here for the eggs, <laughs> meaning the, the passerby, the Iowa voter walks by and says, just here for the eggs, not like I wanted to talk to you. But he wasn't making eye contact with any of them. No eye contact. No like, hello, glad handing. Hey, what's up, fist pump? Yeah. Iowa, great, love it. But no, it's like, you heard his little opening thing. We appreciate you people in Iowa. We really appreciate you. Hmm. We appreciate how nice you are. 
as they're like screaming, we love Trump. Anyway, oh, ooh. it's just like, I'm just pointing this out so we know um, something about retail political skills. But here is the, uh, here's the, uh, the eggs thing. Uh, you can, it's not the best audio, but you can kind of hear. There's DeSantis putting sticks in eggs. And he's not looking around. He's not glad-handing. He's not making anybody feel good about themselves or about Iowa or about the future. He's talking to this sort of person kind of behind him. But anyway, I just point that out. that you, I mean, you you got to realize why you're there. You're there to make eye contact and shake hands. And again, make people feel good. you got to... You got to do the whole schmooze, man. But he's like trying to look miserable, okay? And I just, I just want to say this: that it is disappointing on DeSantis that uh, <clears throat> you know thought highly of him for a long time, and so this is who the uh, the Republican elites, you know, bring up and cultivate and uh, cape in the shadows. It comes out, and you, they're going to try to indict, try indict Trump, get him in jail, and then this is the guy they're going to try to uh, put out there. And he just he doesn't have any of the skills. Okay, so what an embarrassing plan from start to finish. And by the way, also embarrassing, Vivek Ramaswamy, who I'm disposed to like a lot, he gets up there and he's rapping. He rapped in front of this Iowa crowd and he was rapping, singing along with an Eminem song. And I decided I wouldn't bring that in, but that was kind of weird. These Iowa voters are looking up at Vivek and they're kind of like, given that side glance, the sideways look, and it's like, okay, who is this guy? <laughs> Vivek Ramaswamy. Didn't know that he was, uh, you know, you know, into the Eminem so much. Uh, anyway, so there was some, and then again, Pence out there. Uh, should we, this little, little bit of the Pence clip, where did I, where did I hide that one? Here's, here's H. Way back, let me see if I can hear you. How has life treated you since Tucker Carlson ruined your career? Pause. Pause. You know, I had a very sporty debate with that former talk show host from Fox. Yeah, and he goes on to talk about how we need to send more money to Ukraine because I've met Putin. I've, I can't, I can't, you know, it's not, it's not worth, you know, playing the Pence stuff. It's, but that was kind of a, in my opinion, a funny question. How has life been going since Tucker ruined your career? And that was up there when, you know, Tucker was talking about how American cities are in decline and they're crumbling and they're decaying. And Mike Pence said, not my concern. That's not my concern. And he says, well, it was taken out of context. But it is. It's exactly right. He's all about going over to hang out with Zelensky and send the $75 billion plus, 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 plus to, to Ukraine. And does he care? Does he, and that's not my concern. Yeah. So anyway, let's. Uh, that was kind of the Iowa fair, right? I mean, hero Trump, goat DeSantis, and not G-O-A-T, but goat. <laughs> anyway, let's say hello to Brian. Brian, welcome. Arvada. Hey, Stephen. That's the first time I actually heard that. Yeah. Oh, which, which? The, the Pence thing? Well, not the Pence thing, but everybody uh, cheering for Trump when uh, the oh, yeah. come out. 
They're going to hide that. He jumped the gun. The guy's an idiot. Whoever he's listened to, he got in bed with the deep state. He had a nice little gig there in Florida. He should have hung in the background, let the selection play itself out, and then got into the scene after that. Uh, now he's just ruined his whole career. The guy's an idiot. He needs to go home and, and forget everything because he's not going to get the nomination. Well, he's sure acting like he wants to go home. I mean, he's just conveying that with all of his body language and, you know, it's just he's not having fun. He's not well, making people feel good. how embarrassing would that be? I mean, you go out there and they're chanting somebody else's name. They won't let you speak. I mean, he's got to kind of read between the lines at this point and just, you know throw in the towel but uh, did you hear pence when they uh talked about how they uh got weissman as the special counsel and he didn't say okay well this guy's a hack he's been slow walking he just said oh that's great because the american people you know want to get to the bottom of this really i mean that's how <laughs> clueless that guy is uh, wait pence said that the they whole wanna... thing is... pence said that yeah he said yeah, they asked him, hey, about the special counsel of Weissman. Oh. He goes, well, it's about time because the American oh. people really want to get to the facts. No, of it. that's really how they, intense, you right. idiot. As you know, Brian, that's how they bottle it up. That's how they cover it up. That's how they sequester all the information and control the access of the media and everything else. Not that the media would want to go anywhere on this, but that's how they protect Hunter, well, dude. Well, they couldn't get through that judge, so they figured it out. Hey, we can't get through this judge, so now we can go judge shopping in D.C., find one of our corrupt crony judges. Probably the judge that's going to be prosecuted, you know, uh, overseeing the prosecution of Trump. They'll probably oh, yeah. bring, uh, you know, yeah, they'll probably bring Hunter up there, and she'll accept the plea immediately. I mean, the whole thing's just a scam. It's a joke. Yeah, they've got to get Trump off the stage. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.